It's a trying time that challenges all of our basic assumptions. However, one thing that brings us all together is our common humanity. Now more than ever, teams must come together and work together to solve big challenges. And Trello is here to help. Trello, part of Atlassian's collaborative suite, is an app with an easy-to-understand visual format plus tons of features that make working with your team functional and just plain fun. Teams of all shapes and sizes and companies like Google, Fender, and even Costco all use Trello to collaborate and get work done. With Trello, you can work with your team wherever you are, whether it's at home or in an office. No matter what device you're using, computer, tablet, or phone, Trello syncs across all of them, so you can stay up to date on all the things your team cares about. Keep your workflow going from wherever you are with Trello. Try Trello for free and learn more at Trello.com. That's T-R-E-L-L-O dot com. Trello.com. Welcome to the Bravo Clubhouse for the podcast edition of Watch What Happens Live with me, Andy Cohen. It's time for Andy Coded Nights. You know how at the beginning of Candy Coded Nights they say Candy Coded Nights. Um, well, maybe you don't know that, but tonight we've got Candy Burris in the clubhouse with Aisha Tyler, two women that I love. This will be a good one, folks. It's always fun to have a housewife on when they're off season, but that's also when a lot of trouble starts. Like when Nini was like, yeah, you should fire Portia. And then it became a huge story point. Um, so there you go. I'll be careful tonight not to cause too much drama. It's Andy Coded Nights on Watch What Happens Live with Aisha Tyler and Candy Burris now. <laughs> Watch What Happens Live. I'm Andy Cohen in the Bravo Clubhouse on a Sunday night with a woman who knows the host of Big Brother and another who famously said, we see each other. With over 20 years in the biz as a hilarious host and actress, the only thing you'll hear my first guest apologize for is the line at the ATM as she's cashing those checks. Say hi to the host of Unapologetic with Aisha Tyler. Mondays on AMC, Aisha Sex and relationship talk show Candy Coated Nights premiere tonight on Bravo. Even though it's a singer, songwriter, restaurant owner, and sex toy maven, I literally have no idea when she has the time to even have sex. Welcome back, yeah. Atlanta Housewife Candy Burris. Yeah. And his incredible voice graced your ear holes on Glee, and now he is gleefully projecting that voice to the back of the house in the Tony-winning revival of Once on This Island at the Circle and Square Theater on Broadway. Over at the bar, it's Alex Newell. Hi, Alex. Great to see you. Uh, let's get started. I just want to welcome guests who's in the audience. Rachel, the Bachelorette, is here. Rachel, one of my favorites. I mean, my absolute favorite Bachelorette. Are you still with your man? We're still together. Wow. Are you 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 are not actually married though? No, no, we okay. just live together. Okay, Sorry, and Mom. is there a date? Not yet. Okay, not good. Yet. Well, I like it that you're okay. But we're planning. Also, it's coming. You don't have to get married immediately. Mm-mm. No. Oh. Otherwise, I wouldn't engaged. have done it. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Didn't know right. That. 
She was. She's known as the smart bachelorette. Oh, and yes, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I love all the other bachelors. Like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, by the way, and Rachel, I know you're watching Potomac. Um, on tonight's Potomac, Ashley serenaded her husband Michael um, at her open mic night. Candy is the singer. I want to get your thoughts. Take a look. All the things I wanted to. Candy, how'd she do? It wasn't bad. I mean, you know, I can take something that's not that great and make it great. So Don't I'm be like, taught yes, it for the potential. body. Yeah. It has potential, but I'm done with you housewives in the studio. Yeah, right, okay. <laughs> um, tonight, it was so amazing. Karen and Giselle were trying to work through their issues, and Monique's mime showed up. Hilarity ensued. Take a look. How dare you? You are a clown that comes into everyone's paid event, sponsors event, no, that's and twice. I'm not gonna do that. It's disrespectful. Well, he's in our conversation here. Just tell him. Well, me. that's you. <laughs> I don't. He's a mime. Grow up, Giselle. I'm just saying. Oh my lord, he went camera time. It's very irritating. Okay, but can you move on? I can't. I no, knew sir. you would. No, sir. Uh, no, 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 don't come Stop. over here. No, so no. you can't, sir, 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 sit right, please. Sit right with I her. I don't mean to be offensive. Sit with her. You can have security, don't you, Giselle? Amazing. That was so funny. Aisha and Candy are pumped to answer your questions, but before we get to those, here's what three things I am obsessed with tonight. First, with a line of sex toys and a new sex chat show under a belt. Candy is the ultimate authority on all things, well, under the belt. Here's what my sexually inept staff has enough questions to fill a sex dungeon. They need answers, so let's have a candy-coated quickfire. You can jump in, too, Aisha. You might have opinions on this. You once said that you like putting sugar in your vagina. What other foods are safe to put in there? Oh, um... I would like to just go back to how you're getting sugar. Are you using a straw, or are they cute? your finger, are they cute? wet it, stick it in the sugar, let it coat your finger, and then put it on up in there. And, are, and is that just for, like, and then you go and watch it like, makes, Netflix it makes, and chill, or no, you just... You no, spend, that's when you're ready to okay. receive your man inside, because it makes your vagina feels like it's grabbing him more. It makes Whoa. it a little... Well, it doesn't feel kind of sandy. Yeah, it's a little gritty. Your stuff a little gritty. Vagina, in your warm vagina, it <laughs> just you know it melts. You know how sugar becomes yeah. kind of like sticky, okay. and it makes it like it feels a little yeah. sticky. Wow. An I'm old sure lady told great, me this. Great. I know it tastes She great. said, baby, you put that sugar up there and it make you have a snapper down there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what oh she said. God, this it. is the most that information. Is, oh, but here's another one. This is more of a misinformation about vagina. When someone is giving you oral, tell them to use halls in their mouth and then give you oral. It, it, that, that, it gives you a little A little vapor tingle. That tingle. It's like, ooh. It also decongests beautifully if someone's got like a yes. Everybody uh, wins. Okay, here's another question. I just found out the guy I'm seeing has a pierced penis and it's terrifying. Does it actually give pleasure during sex? Hmm. I don't know. Okay. I don't have a piercing down there. What I can't it speak on Prince that one. Edward? Oh, it's called the Prince Albert, Prince right? Prince Albert. And I yes. don't have a penis, so yes. I can't tell you um, how that works. I have girl, several in a drawer at home. The girl <laughs> I'm sleeping with prefers to keep her lady parts on natural, but I prefer a clean shave. How do I tell her? Um... 
take her to one of those spas and get her an appointment. But, but like, also, don't don't ask her to shave her junk. That's a terrible idea. It'll be fun for about 30 minutes, and then it will be the itchiest thing that she's Whoa. ever experienced. Wax, wax, wax. What you tell her is, I really would love to go down on you more, and it'll be so much more fun if I had, like, a clean runway, like a clean work area Not is what I would like. Not something else that is fun. And Lord forgive me, my husband. This is from the old relationship. This is before. A long time ago. But if your man, you know, has clippers and he likes, just tells you to lay back and he yeah, and he shaves you Mm-mm, with the no. clippers. I want to thank you and Aisha. No. We'll see you next week, everybody. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I just feel okay. like, you, like you've seen your dude come out of the bathroom all cut up with tissue on his face. He's not coming anywhere near my junk with a ring. Okay. Second, long before David Schwimmer captivated us all by his delivery of the word juice, he experienced a juicy on-screen romance with Aisha Tyler on Friends. Here's what, Aisha, at the risk of sounding too central perky, I have a speed round of questions about your time in the friend zone. Um, Do you still get residuals from friends? I do. Was there any drama on set of friends? Not when I was there. Um, Before you were there? I don't know. I mean, that was was the biggest show on TV. Right. You know, Uh, but when I got there, the main drama was I was just trying not to like burp or piss myself or upset. You know, you're just like, please, Lord, don't let me get myself fired off this show. Who was the better on-screen boyfriend, Matt LeBlanc or David Schwimmer? On screen? Yeah. Uh, oh, definitely Schwimmer. Yeah. Were any of the stars secretly hooking up behind the scenes? I was trying to make out with all of them. I figured I'd kiss two. I was trying to get all six. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did yeah, it happen? I was, no, I was no. just I was just lurking and being a weirdo. Was there any? Was there? How would you describe the chemistry between you and Schwimmer? It was really good. I mean, it was like our characters. We were both paleontologists. So it was very, can we kiss? Yes, we can. Absolutely. I will make out with you now. I agree. Who forgot their lines the most? Oh, God. They were all really professional, those guys. They were making a lot of money. They knew their lives. What was the most intimidating part about joining the cast in season nine? It was the biggest show on television. And uh, I was a fan. I'd seen every episode. And I walked into their apartment the first day. And I was like, oh, my God, Monica and Tyler in the fire. And then I went out to look for Ugly Naked Guy. I mean, I was that into the show. So, yeah. Thank you very much. I on Aisha's new show, Unapologetic, she discusses a range of female-centric issues, so I thought I'd ever discuss some of my favorite females who unapologetically have issues. Here's what I'm going to go through some sticky situations that have happened in the Bravo universe. Both of you give me your unapologetic take. <laughs> okay, do you think a woman is ever justified for judging another woman's career path? No. No. Everybody no, has their own not. path. Everybody has to do their own thing, what works for them. Yeah. Um, what do you think about staying friends with your friend's ex-husband? That it depends. <laughs> it depends. Okay. This so happened I, on I think it depends. Show. Does it depends on the how what how the relationship started? Like were you all friends for a really long time? Did well you? no. Um in my situation, my husband and I became close friends with Someone the one who ex. cannot be named in her. Ooh, Voldemort. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and so it was like, it was kind of weird when they was having problems, my husband and her husband were still tight. Okay. You know. I think that's fair. I, I also, I don't believe in shunning. Unless, like, you murdered somebody, if the relationship just ended, I don't believe in, like, shunning one person. I think that's cruel. What do you think about your husband giving you ultimatums involving your own mother and saying you have to cut her off financially? <laughs> Ooh, no. no. that's not going to happen over no. in my watch. Yes. Yeah, no. Uh, what do you think a woman should do if she's stressed about balancing family and work, especially when she has a needy husband? 
Well, you may need to take needy husband to some therapy and get him fixed. Right? Yes. Like a dog. Get him uh, fixed. What would you do if your friend refused to tell you the details of her financial and marital struggles? Well, it's not your business. It isn't your business. Oh, Unless she's, uh, if, she, if she's asking for your help, but she won't tell you what's going on, then, you know, get out of my face with it. All right. Thank you very much, ladies. I appreciate it. Um... By the way, Candy, Gloria R. wants to know, what do you think of Apollo's fiance being on Say Yes to the Dress? Interesting. Are you going to the wedding? I didn't get an invite. How or, rude. Um, I, don't, I don't really want to be caught up in that drama because it's like, you know how you kind of find yourself caught up in a dra- in some drama that you really don't have yes. anything right. to do with? And, and you don't really care about it all yeah, of a sudden? Yeah, it's like everybody's mad at you for something that <laughs> it's like, this is not even my issue. Right. right. Uh, let's go to Meredith from Florida. Hey, Meredith, what's your question? Hi, Andy. Love the show. Thanks. My question is for Candy. Okay. Candy, I'm just wondering, how are Nene and Greg doing after Greg's recent diagnosis? Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, I just recently um, saw them. I went to Miami to hang out with them. And um, Greg is doing, he's in great spirits. But obviously, as a friend, you know, you hate to even see him going through that. So it kind of, like, touched me to see that, you know, he's in this situation. But he has great spirits and I, I just hate that like you know when he's out places it's you know it's so hot down there and it was so many people trying to get to him and right now we need to just let him have his moment to relax yeah. and you know recover because he's he's doing a lot better yeah good mm-hmm. uh let's go to Eileen from North Carolina with a question for Aisha hey Eileen what's your question Hi. What was your reaction to Eve joining the table at the talk? And how do you think she's been doing so far? She's doing great. You know, I love the talk and I had an incredible six years there. And when you leave a place that you love, your main concern is you don't want the next person to just come in and like pee in the pool. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like you just everyone ever to be happy. So I really wanted them to find somebody good. And she's so nice and she's so talented. And we all went out on Emmy night, like the old team and the new team all together. We had this amazing like drunk girls dinner together and bonded and I oh, love it. Nice. I'm so happy. Yeah. I mean, wasn't there kind of a part of you that was like kind of wishing she'd stink it up? Cause no! you're like, yeah, no, one's gonna replace no, me. no, because no. I, I don't want right. to break up the band know. and then, no, they, you know, know, and then new Darren is ugly and can't act. You know what I mean? I wanted it to be good. Uh, Pam T wants to know, Aisha, what made you want to call out Bill Clinton on your show? And did you hear from anybody from that camp? Ever? Oh, hilarious. No. So on unapologetic, uh, I broke up with Bill Clinton a couple of weeks ago, uh, officially, you know, we've given Bill a lot of breaks and a lot of second chances, but he came out and said he didn't owe uh, he didn't owe um, Monica. Monica, thank you, Monica Lewinsky, I've already forgotten her name I'm a jerk, uh, that, that he didn't owe an, uh, an apology in the context of the Me Too movement and right. I just said, you know it wasn't that you fooled around with her, that was the problem it was that you lied about it, you denied that she existed and she got shunted to the side over something you knew you did right. don't, don't apologize for cheating, I mean that, we've already tried that in the court of public opinion, but don't, don't fool around with someone and then act like you don't know their name and yep. she really paid for what he did. I mean, and, but isn't that kind of normal though if a guy is cheating well, we need, he's he's gonna lie to the well, end my point is we need to change that i mean we need to change we need to change that women suffer for what men do and in every every time there's an affair every time there's an affair it's always about that hussy that homebreaker she didn't make a promise you made a promise you broke a promise you take the pain you take the blame that's, that's my opinion. Anyway. Um, uh, unapologetic. Uh, Candy, Jane F. texted, do you think we'll actually be getting some joggers by She by uh, Sheree for September? 
<laughs> I hope so. Um, I loved I it so. when you turned to her in the, at the reunion and you were like, he's asking you about Chew by Shred. She's like, I know. <laughs> she was like jumping down my throat. And what's so funny was she called me after that and she was like, yeah, I felt like you were acting funny with me. I was like, what are you talking about? You're the one that jumped down my throat. Right, I didn't right. even do anything to you. Right. Yeah. Um, it's game time, everybody. Aisha may have spent six seasons on the talk, but I wonder how skilled she'd be at interpreting scenes where all the talk is silenced. We're going to find out with a round of Lost in Bravo-lation. Aisha and Candy, you'll switch places and face okay. each other, okay? I'm going to show Aisha some iconic Atlanta Housewives mm. moments without audio. Keep in mind, Aisha's mm. never seen the Atlanta Housewives. She has no clue who these people even are. She's going to des- <laughs> describe Damn, what she thinks is happening. And if Candy can correctly ID five Atlanta moments in 60 seconds, you'll both win. This is going to be hard. Watch right there and go. Okay, there's two women. Oh, she just snapped. She's twirled around. It was very, very... Nene. Uh, oh, no, no. Long hair. She's furious. Oh, she has a pink dress on. Okay. Yeah. Good. Someone's eating pizza. She got some eyeglasses on like she's getting a suntan inside a sunbed. See, now I can see her booty. And she's actually getting a tan. She has the ugliest glasses on I've ever seen in my life. She looks like she's about to do some well. Oh, oh, She's Kim. eating pizza. Yes. Okay, okay someone has her titties out. Uh, and all Kim. a lot of other people are in the room. Uh, yeah. And now someone else is touching them, so they must be, they're new. Oh, she just Cindy. got them. Okay. Yes. Someone, okay, someone's saying there's a paparazzi and a lady's eating a pickle. I'm assuming. A, oh, a, Okay. Okay, this woman is singing and she's sitting. Oh, she, there's a lot of people there. She's on like a big, like a seat. And she's got a tutu on and it's very short. And now she's dancing and she looks like she's singing a kind of like white singing. people. Like white people oh, Coachella. Kim. Okay. Okay, one more. Uh, one more. Uh, let's go to Lindsay from St. Paul, Minnesota. Hey, Lindsay, what's your question? Candy, have you seen Kenya's baby bump? And how is the mother to be doing? Well, I just recently ran into Kenya and I rubbed the baby bump. She's nice. doing great. And I was just so excited to see um, Where'd to see you her. run into like, her, by the way? In the airport. Wow. You know, um, she's still going back and forth from New York to Atlanta. What are the chances? What? Of, like, you running into uh, Kenya at the airport. Yeah, well, I did. It was rather strange because, you know, we had just texted each other, like, the night before. So it was was cool and random. Mm. Um, Aisha Mensah, thoughts on Melania's jacket? Oh, we did a big bit about that on Unapologetic. Um, that, That woman... Everything she does, every fashion choice she makes is very considered and very thoughtful. She knew exactly what she was doing and saying, whether she was talking about what was going on with uh, with the border separations of uh, families or whether she was talking generally about the way that the press is talking about her and her relationship and her husband, we don't know. But um, this White House is in disarray. And if they were properly staffed, someone would be like, you know what, this is bad optics. You know, she's, she's the first lady. She represents our country. And... Uh, I'm, I am not impressed. I'm really not impressed. Um, had, by the way, had Michelle Obama worn that jacket? They would have savaged oh, her. They would have ripped her limb even, from don't limb. Don't even. Oh, absolutely. It's time for my mazel of the day. It goes to Candy's son, two-year-old Ace Wells Tucker, who can count to ten in Mandarin. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 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 
Meanwhile, if it's Milton season, I can't even count to ten in English. Tonight's Shaco goes to the woman who claims drinking her dog's urine cleared up her acne. Because then what kind of urine would you have to drink to cure your dog pee breath? Ooh, lordy. I see you. I see what you're saying. Right? Yes. I also feel like there are things you can buy over the counter. I want to thank Aisha Gandhi and Aisha Tyler, uh, host, whose line is with everyone? Unapologetic with Aisha Tyler, Mondays at 10 on AMC. Candy Show, Candy Coated Nights, Sundays at 9 on Bravo. See Alex Newell on Broadway once on this island at the Circle in the Square Theater. This got the 2018 Tony Award for Best Revival of a Musical. Let's go to the phones. Caller, what's your name and from where are you calling? Hi, Andy. It's Sarah from Virginia. Hey, Sarah, what's your question? My question is for Aisha. Aisha, since you did a whole segment about the C word on unapologetic, <laughs> what do you think are the are the most and least appropriate times to use the word? Oh, God, this is the best question I've ever gotten on national television or national Internet, for that matter. Um, well, we were just talking about it. I was saying to Candy that I use the C word quite a bit. Um, mainly because I don't, uh, I'm never going to allow it to be weaponized against me. So it's a word that I use in conversation so that it's... it's like how gays took back the word queer. Yes, exactly. Yes. Or black people use the N-word. I don't use the N-word for other more, uh, larger, more political reasons, but I don't begrudge people using it. It's your choice. Um, <laughs> can I use it right now? <laughs> Uh, no, yes. I know, it's up to you. I, I mean, mean, don't believe it out. Oh, uh, yeah, okay, well, never mind. I'll just tell you that um, not at work. I would not use it at work. That's probably a bad idea. I use it with my friends. I often use it in reference to men well, when they're being so a jerk. Well, there's so many C words. They're, well, we know the C word we're talking about. Right. See you next Tuesday. Thank you. I do. I do. I do use the word in reference to men quite a bit, uh, and I sometimes like I make a joke. If I like, if like, if I stub, if I like walked into someone or did something rude or you know bumped them, I go, I call myself. Oh God, I'm such a c word. I'll say that um, because I just feel like. That's like the third rail of, of words when it comes to women specifically. And I'm never going to let a man or a woman come into my space and use a word that somehow like jolts me or makes me feel less than. So I just have completely like taken all the air out of that word in my wow, life. I like that. In, yeah. Right. Go back to the phones. Caller, what's your name and from where are you calling? Hi, my name is Megan and I'm calling from Chicago. Hey, what's your question? My question is for Candy. Okay. Um, Candy, when was the last time you talked to Kim Zolziak, and what would you do if you saw her in Atlanta? Last time you talked to Kim was at the reunion? Yeah, the last time I talked to Kim was at the reunion, and if I saw her, I'm sure we'd just do the same thing, just keep walking like we didn't see each other. I feel like there's, <laughs> I feel like there's some drama. There's oh, no yeah. drama. We don't even talk. I mean, <laughs> there's no drama. We don't talk. Yeah, right. We don't talk. I mean, the thing about it was we had stopped talking for a long time anyway. And then we tried to start back talking for a short, brief period. Didn't work well. And then, yeah, we it fell out again. Out. Back to the phones. Caller, what's your name and from where are you calling? Hi, it's Christine from Pennsylvania. Hey, Christine, what's your question? First of all, I want to say, Candy, my boyfriend is in love with you. Ooh. And my question is for Aisha. Okay. What do you think of Omaroso joining Celebrity Big Brother? And did you get any behind-the-scenes dirt from Julie Chen? Oh, wow. Ooh. No. I mean, you know what's so funny? Like, Julie and I talk all the time, but not about work. Like, we typically talk about, like, family and, right. you know, like mm -hmm. other stuff that we're into, travel and uh, I don't know. I, Julie and I have, I love her so much. So we never talk about work, weirdly yeah. enough. Um, 
Uh, you know, good for Omarosa. That you have that woman is show? a phoenix on like a level seven level. Would you have her on your show? Would I have her on Unapologetic? I would love to see that. <laughs> um, you know, it's interesting <laughs> because like I'm open and, and I, as a feminist, I support women in all of their choices, even if I don't agree with them. I I find specifically with Omarosa um, that. Sh- my sense of her is that she tears other women down, and that's something I don't want to support on my show. Mm. I support women, and that means that I'll come out in favor of someone who does pornography because that's her body, that's her choice. I support you in your choices. What I don't support is women who are constantly tearing other women down to get up, to climb up. And so that would be the reason that I wouldn't have her on my show because I, I just, I, you know, she's like she's a hater, and I think that she tries to undermine other people to get ahead, and I don't, I don't agree with that. Well put. Uh, Alex is a huge Atlanta Housewives fan. Do you have any? Questions for Candy? Mm. I'm so happy you asked. Um, I am. But I don't have any questions. I just want to, you're phenomenal. And as a singer, I've always looked up to you. But like, that was my question. I'm so happy that she asked that question in Florida. And I'm so happy that you're following each other again because that was a journey. Honey, it was a long journey. It was a long journey, and I didn't think we were going to come back from that Honey, I didn't think you were going to come back. I didn't think I was. But, you know, honestly, you know what? It's so weird because last year I really wasn't trying to have drama with her. It was like everybody else kept bringing things up, which continued the tension between Mm -hmm. she and I. So it's like, for me, I just didn't want it to just be about us anymore. Like, I'm sick of the drama or whatever's wrong with the group to be because of she and I. Yeah. Like, have your own issues with her. Don't make it because of me. Last call of the night. Caller, what's your name and from where are you calling? Hey, Andy. This is Justin from St. Louis. Go Cards. Go Cards. What's your question? Hey, Andy, I have to say I'm a huge fan. I've watched your show from the beginning. You're a true inspiration for me, millions of people out here. Uh, Candy, I love you too, but this question's for Aisha. Aisha, have you spoken to your ex-co-host, Sarah Gilbert, about the whole Roseanne scandal? And what do you think about the new spinoff plan without Roseanne? That's a really good question. Uh, And I feel like I can be open about this. Uh, I I have been talking to Sarah quite a bit. We're really close. We, We talk very frequently and um mainly i've just reached out to her to support her because i that was a really challenging thing you know i such a big show that she essentially shepherded back onto the air and it was a big success and i was really rooting for her i i love sarah she's family to me um and that was such a a blow i think to everybody involved and you know it wasn't just about roseanne it was about you know 250 people that lost their jobs because of one very racist tweet I think that Sarah feels the way that I feel and the way that most people feel was that Roseanne should have been let go. That was the right thing to do. And the fact that ABC did it so decisively and quickly was exactly the right move. It sent a message. We won't tolerate bigotry or racism of any kind on this network. And so I really applaud the network for doing that. Uh, I'm really, I remember right away thinking, God, you know, why do they need Roseanne? (laughs) Like, hopefully they can get it together. This is a hit and people love it. So I'm thrilled that the show is coming back. I'm thrilled for Sarah. She's she's one of the best people that I know with a, a heart of gold all the way to the center. She deserves success, and the other people on that show deserve to work and keep making a great show. So I'm really happy that it's going forward, and I'm, I'm also equally happy that um, that ABC sent a very, very clear message that they won't tolerate bigotry, and I hope that we can do that across the before we end it, I just, I gotta ask, I have to take advantage of the fact that Rachel Lindsay is here. Um, first black bachelorette. How much, <laughs> honestly, 
How much pressure, when you found out that you were going to be The Bachelorette, how much pressure did you feel? I mean, because it, there was so much weight from all over the place and so many eyeballs, and they had not had a black bachelorette or bachelor, right? Right. And then here you are, the first, and I have to imagine... Talk to me about the weight of that situation. Yeah, so when they asked me, I said no. I was oh. like, I don't want to do that. Like, that's just, I did The Bachelor. I'm not trying to do The Bachelorette. And then I went home and I thought about it. And I thought, you know what? How many girls are sitting at home that look like me, who maybe watch the show, maybe have wanted to be a part of this franchise, and they've never seen someone that looks like them? So I thought, you know what? This is bigger than me. And so I decided to do it. I didn't think it would work. I'm fortunate that it did work. So yeah. I thought, okay, I'm going to do this because I feel like it's bigger than me. I did. I think I underestimated the pressure going into it. And then I started to have to answer to ABC or answer to, you know, Black America and yeah. answer and, and be judged about the decisions that I was making. And you saw me break down on the show about that. Right. I mean, specifically when you're in there, are you? Th- is there a part of you that's thinking? If I don't choose a black guy, people are going to be, some people are going to be pissed. I mean, that had to be. That was at the beginning. I mean, I was like, if I don't choose a black guy, people are going to be mad at me. You know, I felt like black people would judge me. But then I thought, you know what? This is my journey for love. And if I'm serious about it, then I got to get over that. And I'm going to pick who's best for me. And I did. Very good. And he's Colombian. I, I, you know, not white, not black, yeah. Colombian. Colombian, yeah. yeah. perfect. Yeah. Every, everybody happy now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I want to thank Rachel, Ayesha, Candy, Alex, for more. Click around BravoTV.com, everybody. Here's a sneak peek of next week's Potomac Housewives. I just want to know, are you still living in your home in Great Falls? Oh, I am. Okay, because that's not what's been going around. What? What's going on, Ashley? Charisse, is that is that what's been going around? No, we have a townhouse somewhere. There is a townhouse. You're not truthful. You are just not truthful. You Ashley, you don't believe that she lives in Great Falls? So many people arbitrarily on the street have come to me and said that. Might not be where Michael moved you to after y'all broke up. I know where I live. I know how I live, and I'm good with it. So keep hypothesizing, wench. Thanks for listening to the podcast, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, new episodes go live Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Make sure you're subscribed. Have a great rest of your night.